conducive for me in this situation but not the right kritam so in the second chapter you see that where you celebrate some good gita nirveganam krishna deva The Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's so right collected experience Krishna of and answers to, to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I so find learned, happiness? These podcasts the originate in lectures of, the of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda, They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments each covering three of the Gita 701 verses. Welcome to Gita for daily living. Bhagwan said you are immortal. Then what is about my life where I'm facing all these joys and sorrows? Bhagwan says matraha sparsaha to kaunteya sita ushna sukha dukhadaha. the contacts of your senses with the sense objects give rise to the experience of heat and cold pleasure and pain and he said agama paino anityaha they have beginning and end and they are impermanent and therefore the advice was tam titikshashva bharata therefore bear them endure them because you don't really have any choice really so that's the advice from bhagwan that you have to bear the situations which you face in life with equanimity of mind so the operative word was equanimity in all situation keep yourself balanced chapter 3 onward was given a detailed instruction about how to do that in chapter 3 the bottom line we have learned in that the gist of the chapter 3 was how should we act in this world and it says yagnarthat karmano anyatra loko em karma bandhanaha all actions are binding which are not performed in the spirit of yagna and the yagna we have seen is the greater good the cooperative endeavor something which is done not just for me but for the greater good which is good for everybody for the society for the community for my family for this universe yagnarthat karma and therefore he says act in the spirit of yagna the next chapter chapter 4 says but even that's a burden as long as you think you are doing the actions for the greater good because that creates another ego subtle ego therefore you should learn to renounce actions in knowledge in the what is the knowledge you are not doing anything everything is done either by my body by my mind my intellect but i the owner of this body mind intellect remain inactive a sakshi chaitanya my consciousness is not really taking part in any of the actions actions are performed either by the body by mind my intellect and therefore i should consider that i am not doing anything it is done through my body through me but not by me that was the advice in chapter 4 and chapter 5 says you have to renounce 
the sense of agency, that I am the doer. The one who renounces the sense of agency is a sannyasi. This becomes sannyasi. And then obviously we have a difficulty because sannyasi is the one who renounces house and renounces family and renounces job and goes to Himalaya sannyasi. He said, no, the one who does not hate or like, not dvesti, not kangsati, who does not have any desire, he does not hate anything, he's a sannyasi. Then we enter chapter 6, which we are in, which is the Dhyana Yoga. So the culmination of the knowledge about who I am gives me a goal to realize myself. All along what I consider myself to be me turns out to be my equipment, my body, my mind, my intellect. So now what is me? Who is me? He say reflect on that. That's a Dhyana Yoga. And the chapter begins with clear definition of a yogi. So I'm going to perform yoga and become a yogi. He says, who is a yogi? He says, anasritah karma phalam karyam karoti. Sahayogi sa sannyasi. There is no difference between a yogi and a sannyasi. What yogi achieves, sannyasi achieves the same. And he said, the definition of a yogi or sannyasi is one who is acting in this world without depending on the fruits of actions. One who acts in this world by just the sense of duty, by just the sense of that this is the right thing to do, what may be the outcome of my actions is of not my business. Because I am not the karma faladata, I am just the actor who is acting in this world. The result giver is someone else. It may be the world, my family, my colleagues, my associates, my superiors, the Lord himself, but it can never be me. If I do something, the reward only comes from the outside. Very nice nail, very good. I cannot do that to myself. I do it, but it doesn't really help. So he says, karma faladata is somebody else, and therefore you should always be acting without depending on the karma phala. In the beginning we have seen that as the clear advice. And then we have seen a clear instruction of how to now turn your gaze towards inside. And we have decided that I am not who I think I am. All along I thought this is me. This body, this mind, this intellect. Right now my identity is defined by what I have achieved so far. People say, oh, Neil, who are you or what are you? So I'm an architect. So that's your profession. Say, oh, yeah, that's what you mean. So, well, I am Mina's husband. Say, that's your relationship. No matter what the answer I come up with, they will either come up as my accomplishment, my relationship, my profession. Something belongs to me but not me. So now the quest is to find out who is that I. So he said, turn your gaze towards yourself. So sit down and focus on everything that you have considered to be you is not you. So disassociate from your body, disassociate from your mind, disassociate from your intellect. And then what is left is you, the pure awareness. And that's the goal of meditation. And meditation 
you drop the identity with your body. That's why you find a place which is comfortable. You sit erect, so no pressure and the pain from your body. Body is comfortable, so you completely forget about it. And then focus on the one idea. So channel your mind towards that one goal. The very nature of the mind is to flow towards outward. Mind is nothing but the flow of thoughts. Those thoughts are going to go into various directions depending on what all the things I'm thinking about. He said, now gather all those thoughts and gather towards the one goal. It's a laserized activity for the mind. The mind is very active. Most people will say meditation means there is no activity of the mind. Mind is very active, but no other thoughts other than who I am. So the laserized mind is now actively seeking to find out who I am is basically meditation. Why should I meditate? And all the benefits that once you have achieved that sense of who I am, Sukham atyantikam yatat buddhigrahyam atindriyam. You're going to experience the joy, peace, which is buddhigrahyam, which can be grasped by the intellect, pure intellect, but it is beyond senses. It is not the joy of sleeping in a comfortable bed or sitting in a comfortable chair or a very nice atmosphere, the temperature is just right. It is beyond senses, but intellect grasps that as the bliss, in the intense joy. And then the yam labdhvacha aparam labam manyatena adhikam tataha. Having gained that, and now I consider there is nothing else I need to gain in this world. So far, everything I accomplish or achieve in my life always comes a little short. Because whatever I do, well, it's not what I should have. When you join a company just as a lowly employee, what do you want? I want to be a VP. Once you become a VP, well, that's not enough. I still had the boss you know, hanging around my head. I should be the president of the company. You become a president and say, that's not. I need to be the complete, in control, the owner of the company. So there is never a complete happiness, no matter what I achieve. But see, once I achieve something, where I now feel content, there is nothing more to achieve. I don't have to prove anything, I don't have to gain anything, I don't have to go anywhere, I don't come from anywhere. There is nothing to be achieved anymore. You see, when you get that sense, consider yourself to be yogi. Tam vidyat dukkha. Sanyoga Vyogam Yoga Sanganitam. Third definition of yoga in Bhagavad Gita. In chapter 2, we learn two definitions of yoga. First one says Samatvam Yoga Uchade. Equanimity is yoga. When I achieve a sense of balance in any situation, normal situations are going to be different every day. We know for sure. What I experienced in 2015, I want to experience in 2016. Market started dropping from the very first day it opened. Right? Now people started talking about maybe recession. If China does not do anything better and North Korea has hydrogen bomb, well, it may be a recession. 
In 2015, we ended with a really positive note. I think we are doing well. We are going to continue doing well. So you never know what the situation we are going to face tomorrow. We know the situation will be different. But when the core of my being, the Paramatma within me, is not affected by that, that which I considered I is not affected by what's happening outside. It may make me do things differently. If I come to this room and temperature is not right, well, I may go and just the thermostat or try to do how we can make ourselves more comfortable. But if I cannot achieve that, that won't change how I feel about my situation. So he said in, in verse 7, in this is Paramatma in you. The outside me will be facing these joys and sorrows, comfort and discomfort. But the one within me will never be affected by what's happening outside, to my body, to my mind, to my intellect. My body is sick, not me. I have dukkha in life, but I'm not dukhi. I have unhappiness in life, but I'm not unhappy. I'm just facing them. So when I become not unhappy in unhappiness, not dukhi in dukkha, Bhagavan said, you have achieved that samatvam, that equanimity. And then the next definition of yoga we had seen in chapter 2 is yoga karmasu kaushalam. Yoga is skillfulness, dexterity in actions. When I'm not affected by what the results are going to come, my actions will always be very efficient. Because as we had learned last time, that 30% of our energy is going into the anxiety of the past. Another 30% goes into the worries for the future or either way, other way around. So what is left for me is 40% I'm employing into present but I'm not worried about the future, not worried about the past, applying 100%. So, yoga karmasu kaushala. One who has their balanced mind, he will always be efficient in his actions. Therefore, there's great people, like even Swami did, that achieve so much in their lifetime, which is unthinkable to us. Swami Vivekananda, at the age of 32 or so, achieved so much. Shankaracharya, in the age of 28, achieved so much that we can't even even fathom because 100% of the energy is focused into the present. So the yoga karmasu kaushala and the new definition Bhagavan gives us is a really, is a game changer. It says dukkha sanyoga viyoga yoga sanginitam. This association from association with dukkha Right now, as soon as something happens, I identify with that right away. My leg is hurting. My mind is unhappy because things are not going well at my home or at my work. So I associate with my body, with my mind, and I become dukhi with that. But you see, when I detach myself from any association with the sorrow, yoga sangrizam, that is considered yoga. So Bhagavan said, and therefore, this yoga should be practiced with determination. You have to be determined that I will never be unhappy. You have to be determined that I don't want to be dukhi. And therefore, any situation which 
gives me sorrow, I'm going to detach myself from that. And with mind steady and undespairing, you must know that your true nature is bliss. All that is happening outside is impermanent and will come and go. And therefore, I'm not going to associate with whatever the unconducive things which are happening to me. And the next three verses basically goes into detail explanation. And Swamiji says the next two verses, verse 24 and 25, are one of the best instructions of how to conduct your life and how to meditate on yourself. Sankalpa prabhavan kaman tyaktva sarvan The first thing you have to do if you want to be a yogi or a never dukhi again is give up all without leaving any kama desire. It doesn't say that stop living your life. It simply says sarvan kaman sankalpa prabhavan the desires which are prompted by your sankalpa shakti. And sankalpa shakti is a very difficult concept to understand because it is something which is a fancy of my mind. You learned that early in the chapter. One who gives up all those kamas is a sannyasi. Sankalpa is something which my mind creates when it sees that I'm acting towards my goal. Then it says, oh, that goal is not good enough, Neil. You need to aim a little higher. I want to make 100,000 rupees. Well, that's not enough. 100,000 dollars may be much better. Well, when I'm working towards making 100,000 dollars, it will say, that's not enough. Make million. When I'm a million, it says, that's not enough. Multi-million. When I'm a multi-million, it's not enough. Billion. That's called sankalpa, sakti of my mind. It constantly changes goal for me. So I'm constantly running toward the moving target. And I'll never be achieving it. The real desire is when I have a desire and I can go towards it to fulfill it. And I get fulfilled. That's a desire. That's a normal desire. I'm thirsty. I get up, go to the kitchen, get a glass of water, quench my thirst, I'm done. That's normal. That's my life. Sankalpa Prabhavan Kamas must be given asesataha. Once I set a goal, I need to first achieve it before I make a next goal. What we do constantly is work towards temporary goal and keep moving the goalpost. Bhagavan says, Sankalpa Prabhavan Kaman Tekto Asesataha. I'm not going to do anything till I achieve this. Once I achieve this, I'll think about what next I have to achieve. That's a normal goal setting. Manasa eva indriya gramam vinayamya samantataha and completely restraining whole group of senses. He didn't go into each one in detail. But we know how many, we have five senses, all the senses. I won't say I will control my eyes, I won't say anything bad. But hearing is okay. No. Hearing is also not good. All the senses should be controlled by mind. So first thing I do is train my mind not to ask my senses to do something which is inappropriate. If I'm diabetic, standard example, train my mind not to be tempted by sweets. Sweets have no power to tempt me. It's my mind has power to get tempted. 
సో మనస సర్వ ఇంద్రియ గ్రామం వినియమ్య సమంత ఫ్రమ్ ఆల్ సైడ్స్ ఐ కెన్ సే ఇన్ మై పర్సనల్ లైఫ్ ఐ విల్ బి కంట్రోలింగ్ బట్ ప్రొఫెషనల్ ఐ విల్ డూ ఆల్ కెన్ నేస్టీ థింగ్స్ బికాస్ ఐ వాంట్ గెట్ అట్ నో ఆల్ ఇన్ యువర్ ఎంటైర్ లైఫ్ విచ్ ఇన్క్లూడ్స్ యువర్ ప్రొఫెషనల్ యువర్ పర్సనల్ యువర్ స్పిరిచువల్ యువర్ సెక్యులర్ ఆల్ ఆఫ్ దాట్ యూ హ్యావ్ టు కంట్రోల్ to a point it says you should not even have a fancy goal of achieving meditation that becomes a hindrance why can't i meditate and when i sit down my mind should be focused well that's a problem because now you are doing something which is against the advice of give up all desires sanaihi sanaihi uparam etat buddhya druti gruhitaya slowly slowly sanaihi sanaihi dhire dhire do not expect great results overnight just because i started geeta class and i sat down for meditation on sunday morning i'm not going to be a meditator or a yogi but if i don't start there is no goal to achieve if you want to become a 900 million dollar jackpot winner first thing you have to do is go and buy a lottery ticket sanaihi sanaihi then buy every week <laughs> maybe someday but even don't keep that as a goal just keep buying sanaihi sanaihi uparamet buddhya druti gruhitaya atma sanstham manah krutva na kinchit api chintaya control the, the senses by the mind only entity which is control of mind is intellect when my intellect says this is not really right thing for you to think stop thinking so you are upset and not feeling well some your friend comes and say why are you looking so sad so you know this thing I'm, let's go to movie you'll forget everything let's divert your mind when we were in college if we come back from the exam and say neil what happened my i didn't do very well let's go to movie you'll feel good you come back from the exam and say neil you feel very happy oh yeah i did very well at my exam well let's go and see a movie <laughs> in both cases movie was a diversion so he said gradually train your mind through your intellect to divert itself to the goal of your your contemplation sanaihi sanaihi uparamet let him attain that quietude slowly the quietude is not going to come overnight you want to control your anger it's also not going to come overnight you constantly keep telling yourself getting angry is not good idea the more you keep telling your mind because the intellect says getting angry is not good you tell your mind getting angry is not good for you and gradually when mind gets trained once it get trained then it will automatically behave in that manner when i was learning music not really learned much but whatever little i learned in the beginning it was the chore uh, yeah subhas you are telling me sargam you are not understanding what scale is and what rhythm is once i get a hang of it then i actually can sing badly automatically i'll sing in that proper scale and proper because now it's a second nature of mine train your mind to constantly think in a right direction so sanaihi sanaihi uparamet buddhya druti gruhitaya by intellect which is held in firmness 
Our problem is our intellect also keeps changing. One day we think this is good, and next day we think this is good. So we keep changing. Starbucks coffee is good, or Dunkin' Donuts coffee is good. We can decide. Those who are really committed to the brand loyalty, no matter what other coffee brand comes, I'm going to go to Starbucks. Buddhi dhruti gruhitaya. Buddhi that is held in firmness. That this is the truth. Once I decided this is the truth, now I gradually train my mind. Atma sanstham manakritva. By that buddhi, now I am establishing my mind into the self. Na kinchit apichintayet. And do not think about anything else. That doesn't mean I don't think anything. I'm just walking like a zombie. Atma sanstham manakritva. I'm not looking at what the traffic is and why I'm driving. Constantly in the state of a samadhi, no matter what I am doing, I am not this. It is being done through me, but I am at the core of my being is something other than my body, mind and intellect. He said, once you practice that, gradually you will achieve your goal. With that will stop. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukhina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhagbave Om Shantihi 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Hari Hiyo